What's up, guys? We are back at it with a weekly recap with my friend, Keith Kleins. Keith, say hey. Hello. There we go. And then also, I don't really know why we had a delay there, but that's okay. Also, Isaac, sir, mustache. Hello. Okay. And then my lovely wife, Megan. What is this? Hello. Okay, this is ridiculous. I'm done. End of podcast. <laughs> we are on week, what, three of Testify. And as always, as was our custom, we have to begin with a question. Question for everyone. Very very uh, cut and dry. You just got to go quick. Chipotle or Moe's? Which one's better? Moe's. Sweet Jesus. Moe's. Um... Steak at Moe's mm. way better. Steak is good because Moe's because they give you chips <laughs> and salsa for free. And their queso's good. Chipotle's and you queso. get way more food. Mm. Yeah. TC? You do. All, I agree with all of those points. And Moe's is incredibly delicious. But I think there's something different about Chipotle. Mm. Chipotle's, mm. like their queso's awful. Oh, my gosh. This is not sponsored by Chipotle. This podcast, uh, their Chipotle, I mean, their uh, their queso is awful, but their guac is so much better than most. So oh, much better. the guac is. It's not even close. But Taco Mama. Ta- that's different. Hemp, that's if you different... get guacamole at Chipotle, you're elite. You are the 0.1%. You're paying $5 for it, too, for one tiny little cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's good. You're in the presence of greatness. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but you know what I like better than all of those? Taco Bell. Oh, Taco Bell. Hey, yes. <laughs> I thought yes. He was good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Taco Mama, but Taco Bell <laughs> hits different. Yes. It really does. Taco Bell is my Oh, favorite, my gosh. Man. I could leave there full for $3. Okay. What are you ordering? You're at the Taco Bell counter. What are you ordering? Isaac, what are you ordering? Taco Bell Taco right Bell? now. The right dollar. Now. Okay. Dollar menu, uh, the, oh, the, the, the rice and bean burrito, two of them. Uh, and then yeah. I always forget what the other one's called the uh, the the cheesy potato wrap or whatever. Oh, yeah. thing, oh, that's thing. Carb City, bro. Dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, three dollars cheesy bean and rice and potato right. bread. Three dollars. I am full for oh. three days. Keith, and you what, are you, have what are you ordering? For days. <laughs> <laughs> like, what oh, I have I have it down. Two Doritos Locos tacos, mm-hmm. three soft tacos. TC. I mean, it just depends on the severity of my hunger. Like, it could be four, maybe eight or ten uh, soft tacos. Party pack. Yeah, dude, I'll take them. I'll eat it. There's not really a bad option at Taco Bell. Dude, chicken quesadilla. They got that. They got this, like, sauce on it. It, I don't know what it is, but it yeah, is I'm delicious. I will say they brought back the Mexican pizza, too, and I like oh, Dolly that. Dolly Parton. You can thank Dolly Parton for that Yes, Mexican God, pizza. it's so good. God, right. it's so good. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying, yes, yes, we did. God is so good. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, we're five minutes in this podcast. We're talking about talking about. <laughs> also, their queso. Hey, uh, or whatever oh, the yeah, nacho yeah. cheese right. sauce, whatever. Dude, it is. that stuff came out of a can too. You know, it's, but it's so, <laughs> so good. good. Okay. Hey, shout out to my friend Luke Chris uh, if he's watching this, <laughs> listening to this. Okay, cool. Yeah, here for that. All right, so we are on week three of Testify. We're done talking about Taco Bell. God is good, yes. Uh, week three, um, th- the whole idea of this of this series uh, was centered around the fact that uh, we are called as believers, as followers of Christ, to testify to the world that He is who He says He is. And so this week was all about uh, bold faith or an active faith or an alive faith? Like, what would you say to 
our listeners, uh, teenager, adult, like what would you say the world needs to know about your faith? That it's that you have it. <laughs> True. God is good. <laughs> God is good. I like, right. like we're called to share yeah. the faith that God has put inside of us about him. I think one of my favorite things you said last night was um, that you eventually have to be able, whatever faith you profess, you have to eventually express, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, you can say all day, like, I believe in God's Word, I follow God's Word, but if you're not living it out, if you're not expressing it at your school, in your workplace, on your sports team, whatever that looks like, then a faith without deeds is dead, right? And so you have to be able to see, you know, we talked about fruit first, so like the fruit of your faith, the fruit of your walk with Christ. Like, our place is different because you're there. Is your team different because you're there? Like, your faith has to be expressed, and I think that is what how we should live out a bold faith, is like, places should be different. Family should be different. Teams should be different because yeah. of our faith in Jesus. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I just keep thinking about this, 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 so many things that like I want to be good at, that I wanted to be good at in high school, middle school. And uh, in order to be good at those things, I had to practice those things. And in the same way, in order to be good at your faith in some form or fashion, whether that's sharing, whether that's teaching, whether that's just encouraging people, like you have to practice your faith at some point. Uh, at some point, you have to get off the sidelines and go play out your faith. And uh, I think that's one of the most important things just in having that bold faith is like you have to practice it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> Matthew 17 is sitting around this mo- this point in Scripture where Jesus heals this uh, possessed girl and it's after the the disciples were unsuccessful in casting out this demon, and Jesus' response is one of the most famous responses that uh, gets quoted and misquoted in Scripture. <clears throat> uh, he says, "He said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to here, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So I used to read that. I used to think, man, my job is to move mountains, <laughs> right? Like, like it's it's like this this pressure that it's on my shoulders to reach the world. Like I said yes to Jesus, and now I got to go out and take on hell with a water pistol. And that's that's not at all what he's saying. Like, uh, our job is not to move mountains; it's to take action in our next opportunity. Uh, and I, I love what you said, Isaac. Like at some point, it has to be. Uh, practiced. It has to be fleshed out. It has to be expressed. Uh, but I think it's in the little things. Like note that Jesus said, dude, a mustard's like, that's so minuscule. That's tiny. Like it, you just need a little bit. Uh, so, so I guess for the person listening in that maybe that's them, they resonate with the, the idea of feeling all the pressure in the world to reach the world for Jesus namesake, which is great intentions there. What would you say to that person who maybe is feeling a sense of of, of being paralyzed in their faith because they just don't know where to start. What would you What would you tell them? Well, I, I think I would tell them, look at that scripture, look at the disciples. You would think the disciples would have all the faith they needed because they hung out with Jesus, right? They got to be by the person, the like physical person of yeah. Jesus, and they couldn't even have the faith at times 
Jesus says, you don't even have the, enough faith. Right. Right? So right. how can... So, yes, Jesus is with us, but we don't get to be with his person. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? Right. And so we're always going to have times of, that we lack faith. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think, too, like... If I look back on my life, and you guys probably, when you think about your life, too, you can think about this. It all started somewhere, right? So even my my personal story, like it started with someone, a girl on my softball team inviting me to a church event. And I, if I look at my life and where it is now, to me, it's like that is a mountain moved, right? But it started with something so small, at like an invite. It started with the you know my first decision to pick up a bible and and start reading it and so the movements along the way are tiny right they're the mustard seeds but then when you look back on the story you're like god moved a mountain in my right. life he's moved he's done it time and time again right. miracles took place for sure and i think that when when we can look at we can look at people we know stories you know we've got more years on the earth than teenagers but I think we can look at people's lives and stories and, you know, people we've seen illnesses go away or marriages healed or thing or, you know, just mental health restored. Um, it's like a, it's like a worship song. But just the things that we've seen started with tiny parts of our faith and, and saying, God, I'll obey you today. God, I'll open my Bible today. And then when you look back five years down the road, you're like, oh, my goodness, like God really did work a miracle. He moved a mountain in that person's life or my life. And so I think that's one part I love about that. Like a mustard seed is so small compared to a mountain. Like if we just do something. Yeah. Yeah. I just think about the consistency of our faith and uh, how consistent our faith should be. Uh, I think even in uh, even in Scripture, we can re- we can read Scripture and in the Gospels, we just see miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle that Jesus is performing and all these just great works. Uh, and I think maybe even even looking at that can sometimes discourage us because maybe we think that our lives should just be miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle, but it's the everyday faith that matters. It's the consistent faith that matters. It's the consistent it's the consistent faith that eventually has a miracle happen. Just like Megan, you were saying, it's like, man, just after years and years, man, you 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 see back and you see the years were the miracle. It wasn't it wasn't a moment. You may have a moment, but it may be two years. That was a whole miracle that in that that your life changed. Man, you're going to look 10 years later. It's like, oh my gosh, these these past 10 years have been a miracle in my life. Jesus has worked crazy. Uh, and so, man, I just think just faith is just, it, it, it has to be consistent. It's not, it. you cannot have an up and down hills and valleys sort of faith. Like it's consistent. And I think too, like what Keith was saying, you know, we have to also know there are going to be days where this is harder, right? The disciples like, literally walking with Jesus and they're like, we don't know, you know, like, they're like, I don't know about this. And so I think just knowing there's a difference in the result of, let's say a beautiful, like a quarterback throwing a football. That's the result. There are years of really bad days of practice. There's years of great days of practice, good workouts, bad workouts. And so I think sometimes we can get so wrapped up in the results that we forget, hey, there's bad days in here. You know, we just have to stay consistent and stay in his word and remember like God is doing a work. And like like he said, even the disciples were like, 
you know, they had bad days. And so, and they, and they had living, breathing Jesus with them. So I think it's just being committed. A bold faith is trusting, right? That God really does have our, our best in mind. He is working everything together for our good and relying on that and knowing I'm committed to this because I know the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, just to tag on that just a little bit more, just even, even in the act of reading scripture, you may not feel like it. You may not feel like praying to God that day. You may not feel like doing anything. And, but it's just the consistent act. It's the act of obedience. Hey, I'm going to get in the word today. And here's the thing. You may get zero out of reading the word that day. Like you may, like you may go in there with a, with a, uh, uh, with an unclear head and just like you get nothing out of it. But you know what you did? You opened up God's word and you read from it. And you may not, you, you may not have needed that scripture that you read today. You might need it tomorrow. But it's just that consistent act of just, hey, I'm going to do this because I want to honor, honor God today. Yep. So many things in our life require discipline, and our faith is no dis- different. And I think sometimes we believe that God is who He is, and we don't have to do anything to, to grow in, in who He is. And some would call that a lazy faith, right? And so I think we just need to understand that even our walk with God is discipline. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. All right, last question for the class, the idea of having a bold faith. I think we can all agree that a bold faith is really just a bunch of days of consistently, like being consistent in, in consistently being consistent, being consistent in the, in the small things. So for someone listening in going, man, I want that for my life. I want to be consistent. Uh, I want to, the result, I want the result of my life to be a bold faith, but it have to start small. What would your practical advice be for a teenager, maybe a parent tuning in, going, how can I get my life back on track? Reading, praying, serving, uh, creatively coming up with something that doesn't exist right now. What what would you say that is, um, or you would suggest to start? I would say just start in the gospel. If the, I mean, practically, I mean, I think. So read it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, reading like scripture. just just okay. say and tell somebody. Be like, if Keith's your small group leader, be like, hey, Mr. Keith, you know what I'm going to do tomorrow? I'm going to read the Bible. Because I guarantee you, that person, if they love Jesus and love you and want the best for you, they're going to be like, all right, well, tomorrow I'm going to text you and make sure that you read. You know, right. so I think right. picking somewhere and, and it's just like working out or anything else. Like you can't say. I think I'll work out. You're like, nope, at eight o'clock in the morning, I'll show yeah. up if you'll show up with me, you know? And so I think just make a plan and find a friend and stick to it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three questions that changed my life. Uh, what is God calling you to do? What, what's God, what's, what's God telling you, right? That command, we find all sorts of commands in scripture, but also just hearing from the voice of God. Who knows about it? What you're talking about, Megan. And then the kind of blunt question, what are you going to do about it? And that's the that's that that's where bold faith comes in. Is man, wh- what God's telling you to do is just a thought. It's just an idea, just traveling around in your brain. But you're you you will you're not obeying God with it just being a thought. You're obeying God whenever you do something about it. And so, I th- literally just as simple as an alarm on your phone, telling somebody about it, having somebody hold you accountable, like just make it as simple as possible, as easy as easy for you to do. Uh, and I know waking up 15 minutes early isn't easy, uh, but maybe it's right after school or whatever it is, like you, like just make it as easy as possible for you to do. 
I would say also making the time, like you said, Isaac, is taking taking the time to spend time with your best friend, which is which is Jesus, and making him your best friend. Cool. Cool. Love it. All right. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm.